Hey everyone, I'm Cappy and you're listening to Beyond the Plate. This is a podcast where we sit down with the world's culinary elite to explore their journey into the food industry and the social impact they have made in their community. If you're new to the pod, welcome. If you've listened before, welcome back. We hope this episode inspires you to cook or possibly do some good today as these chefs inspire us. And we're grateful to our partners who help make this podcast a reality. With that... All right, everybody, here's what's going down this week. If you enjoyed last week's episode with Chef Ken Oranger, you heard our slightly longer than normal brand mentions at the beginning of that episode featuring three of our season six partners, Martin's Famous Potato Rolls, Real Good Fish, and Wickles Pickles. Long story short, I chose some items from each of these companies and created a custom sandwich that I called Cast Iron Spicy Fish Sandwich on a toasted garlic hoagie roll with Christmas remoulade and shreddis. The goal here was for me to casually walk you through how to make the sandwich and then for you, the listener, to hear it and think, ooh, that sounds delicious and maybe want to make said sandwich. Well, that happened. I did hear from many people saying they were going to make the sandwich. Even the editor of this podcast asked how he could get me to send him one by offering to buy me dry ice to ship it. So we thought, better than me putting a fish sandwich in the mail, hi editor, we throw a bonus episode together where you can cook along with me. So for this bonus episode, I'm bringing you inside my kitchen, and all you need to do is have the ingredients, which you could find on our website, beyondtheplaypodcast.com, or in the episode notes of your podcast player. Now, as a refresher, thanks to our partners, I used Martin's Famous Potato Rolls Hoagie Rolls. From Real Good Fish, I chose their Rockfish. And from Wickles Pickles, I chose their Wicked Jalapeno Relish and their Spicy Red Sandwich Spread. Now, don't worry too much about timing or reading a recipe here, because I'll literally be cooking this along with you and keeping you on track. And since not all stoves are created equal, if you get caught up, just hit pause. Follow along with me, and at the end of the episode, we'll have made a delicious sandwich together from start to finish. So keep listening and get hungry, or gather your ingredients and come join me in the kitchen. I'll stop here, and please enjoy this recipe as we go beyond the plate for this bonus episode with me in my kitchen. Hey everyone, one more thing before we get going. We have some awesome Beyond the Plate merch, which you can find a link to in your podcast player or at beyondtheplatemerch.com. Head on over and check out our hats, tees, and hoodies. Again, that's beyondtheplatemerch.com. All right, enjoy this week's episode. All right, everyone, ready to rock? Here in the kitchen, we're getting ready to make that cast iron spicy fish sandwich on a toasted garlic hoagie roll with Christmas remoulade and treadis. Here's how this is gonna go down. We're gonna do a roll call of ingredients, if you will. I'm gonna take you through each of the components, the ingredients that need to be in there, some of the main pieces of cooking equipment. And then at that time, if you need to, it's a good time to hit pause, run to grab anything you may have forgotten, and then come back once we get cooking. We're gonna go start to finish in real time together. Sound good? All right, first component we're gonna get going on is the blackening or Cajun spice. And for that, we have sweet paprika, about a tablespoon. We have a tablespoon of smoked paprika, a teaspoon of onion powder, a teaspoon of garlic powder, a teaspoon of New Mexico green chili powder. That's what I'm using, but you're more than welcome to use any chili powder of your choice. I did not put this in the recipe, but if you like a lot of spice, feel free to grab that cayenne pepper out of your cabinet and that'll kick it up a little bit. Have about a half teaspoon of dried oregano and a half teaspoon of dried thyme. I'm not adding salt and pepper to this rub because I like to season with salt and pepper separately so I can control it a little more. 
good. Those are the ingredients for the blackening spice. Moving over to the Christmas Remoulade, if you caught it in the brand mention in the last episode of the podcast with Chef Ken Oranger, when I talked about this sandwich and the inspiration behind it, Christmas style is something that I learned in Santa Fe, New Mexico. You can order Christmas enchiladas, which simply means half red sauce, half green sauce. So I was kind of doing a play on that using Wickle's Wicked Jalapeno Relish, as well as Wickle's Spicy Red Sandwich Spread. Also using mayo as a base, a little splash of rice vinegar. You're more than welcome to use white vinegar or apple cider vinegar if you want. And then some salt and pepper. The next component is the actual sandwich. While I love my Martin's potato rolls, I'm actually using Martin's hoagie rolls today. They're a long roll. Feel free to use another long hoagie style roll if you'd like. I have some softened butter in front of me that I'm gonna spread each side with just very lightly. Gonna do a little sprinkle of granulated garlic. I have two fillets of rockfish that I received from Real Good Fish from my monthly seafood kit. You can use another thin white fish if you want, but these will probably cook up one to two minutes per side. They're a half inch, if that. And then we have some salt and pepper we're gonna season it with. I'm using olive oil cooking spray. You're more than welcome to use straight olive oil or a different cooking spray. And I'm also using regular olive oil, just a little drizzle for safety in the pan. And then to garnish your option here, I have some shredded lettuce, AKA shredders. I have a beautiful tomato that I've cut into quarter inch thin slices, your favorite hot sauce, whichever one you're into today. And then I have a lemon that I cut into wedges that I'm gonna drizzle as soon as that fish comes out of the pan. All right, everyone ready to rock? I am putting a 10 inch cast iron pan over medium to medium high heat right now. You'll probably hear that clicking. This pan can take the heat. So don't worry about it sitting over there for a few minutes as we get going on the blackening spice and the Christmas remoulade. If you're using a nonstick skillet, if that's what you prefer, another skillet, totally fine. You may not need to heat it as much. You want it kind of ripping hot but a cast iron could really like hold that heat nice and well. Okay, let's do this. While that pan is heating up, we're gonna get going on the blackening or Cajun spice. I didn't measure any of these out yet. If you did, that's okay. You could add them all to a small bowl or jar. I'm not using a measuring spoon. I know the palm of my hand, a la Rachel Ray, is about one tablespoon. So I'm gonna get going first with that sweet paprika. I'm gonna dump about a tablespoon in the palm of my hand. That looks good. And then I'm gonna do about a tablespoon of the smoked paprika. I use both so I get a little bit of the smoky flavor but not like overly smoky flavor. And then I'm gonna do one teaspoon of onion powder. Add that one teaspoon of garlic powder, add that. Have a teaspoon of the New Mexico green chili. This is quite spicy, so if you have a jalapeno powder, you could use that. If you have an ancho powder, you can use that. A chipotle powder, you can use that. Just experiment here. Making these rubs and you know spice blends at home is pretty fun. A uh, half teaspoon of dried oregano, have that here. 
And then I got a half teaspoon of dried thyme, which I don't use that often, but in doing my research, I saw quite a bit of these blackening rugs use uh, dried thyme. All right, uh, now all of those seasonings are in the little mixing bowl. I have a fork, feel free to use your finger. Feel free to use a mini whisk. You're gonna mix those up so they're evenly incorporated. I like to give a little dip with my finger to taste. I'm finding more or less or something. That's pretty delicious. It may taste a little bland, a little flat. That's because you don't have salt and pepper yet. As I mentioned, sometimes I add salt and pepper to my rub. Sometimes I keep it out so I can control it a little better. Blackening rub is done. You're probably not gonna use all this, so after you season your fish later on, feel free to keep this in a jar or a bowl covered because this will stay good for a little while and you could use it for you know, seasoning other things like chicken or pork or, or beef. Okay, get going on that. Uh, Christmas remoulade. First, I'm gonna start with about a half cup of mayo in a small bowl. I'm taking that out of the jar right now. Adding that to the bowl. And then to that, I like to add the vinegar next. So I'm gonna do about a little splash of vinegar. I think I say about a tablespoon. I'm gonna start with about half that. If you like a little bit more of a tang, feel free to add more vinegar. If you're not a big vinegar fan, feel free to add less. Mix that up nice and smooth so it's incorporated. I spilled my vinegar on the counter a little bit, so I'm gonna clean that up. And then from there, I'm going to add about one to two tablespoons of the Wickles Wicked Jalapeno Relish and the Wickles Spicy Red Sandwich Spread. I love these two products so much. They're delicious on like any sandwich, literally. Um, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna do about a tablespoon and a half of the green right now. And then I'm gonna do about a tablespoon and a half of the red. I'm gonna do a little sprinkle of salt and pepper in there. Make sure it's nice and seasoned. And then I'm gonna give it a mix. Ooh, that looks good. Give that a taste. Mm-hmm, that's delicious. I'm actually gonna add a little more, so I am gonna do that full two, two tablespoons that I call for in the recipe. Give that a stir. You don't need to, this would normally go in the fridge because it's a mayo-based sauce, but don't worry about that because you're gonna be using it pretty soon. So we have our blackening spice done already. We have our Christmas remoulade done already. You heard my cap drop from the mayo because I was trying to clean it as I was talking to you. And now we're gonna get going on the fish. Yes, that pan is still preheating. Mine's even smoking a little bit. Nice, I'm gonna turn it down just a touch, knowing it's been heating up for a few minutes. And then we're going on to the fish. All right, so we got our blackening spice done, set aside. We got our Christmas remoulade done and set aside. And now we are going to move on to that kind of mock garlic roll, if you will. 
You'll notice these Martin's rolls have a hinge on them. Kind of trademark Martin's, if you will. I'm actually going to cut through the hinge very gently because I want to have a top and a bottom to this sandwich eventually. So I've separated the top and bottom from two of the Martin's hoagie rolls. And I'm going to do a little very light slathering of butter on every side to this roll. Slather the tops and the bottoms to all these rolls. And then after we do that uh, light slather on the tops and the bottom, we're gonna do a light sprinkle, very light sprinkle of the granulated garlic. So grab that granulated garlic that we use, give it a nice little dust, not too overpowering, just kind of like a little background flavor. And then I am setting these on a rack that is set over a cookie sheet. If you just have a cookie sheet, that's fine. If you set it on foil in the toaster, that's fine. So we're gonna put that in the toaster oven. I'm toasting it on low. I want it light golden brown. I don't want a dark toasty brown. I want a light golden brown. So I put it on the lowest setting. Once it beeps, I'll check it. And the purpose of this, it's called cold toasting. So we are toasting it ahead of time. You're not getting a warm toasty roll. We're gonna let this cool a little. And what happens with that butter and the light toast, once it cools, it kind of creates a barrier. So that barrier is gonna work in our favor once we slather the Christmas remoulade and put the fish on the sandwich. It's not gonna get all soggy because we've created that barrier via cold toasting. All right, on to the fish. Uh, I have fish sitting on a platter right now. I have a paper towel. I'm gonna pat both sides really nice and dry. Water is not our friend on fish. We wanna pat it dry because any extra water is gonna create steam and prevent it from getting a nice golden brown color. Once that's patted dry with a paper towel, I'm gonna season both sides of the fish with some salt and pepper. I prefer using kosher salt when seasoning because I could feel how much I'm adding in my hand a little better than other salts. I'm gonna turn those over, season the other side with salt and pepper. And then once both sides are dried off well and seasoned with salt and pepper, I have this olive oil cooking spray. You could. You're free to just douse it with regular olive oil, use regular cooking spray. I happen to have olive oil cooking spray. I'm gonna give it a nice even coating of the spray on both sides, and then a nice healthy dusting of the blackening spice. So here I go with the olive oil spray. And then once I do that spray actually on one side, I'm just gonna go ahead and season it up. Nice and well. Wound up using it winds up being like about a teaspoon, half to one teaspoon of the rub on each side. Turn that over. Whoops! Almost spilled. And spray the other side with oil. 
another dusting of spray. There's my toasted rolls. Another dusting, did I say dusting of spray? Dusting of seasoning. Another dusting of seasoning. Let's test those rolls really quick. I think I could use another, another light toast. Gonna rinse my hands off because I was touching the raw fish. Work nice and clean. And that fish is ready to go. All right, here's the deal, everybody. This is gonna be smoky. When you're using a blackening technique, which I'm kind of like melding a regular sautéing technique and blackening technique, open your windows if you need to, put your hood fan on if you need to. There's gonna be smoke, it's gonna be worth it. We're making good food. All right, um, I am adding a drizzle of oil to the cast iron pan. It's not fully necessary, but I'm doing it. And it's gonna create some smoke. Kind of tilting my pan a little bit. So it coats the pan nicely. And then I am going to add the fish. One, two, one to two minutes per side. Keep an eye on it. I'm gonna turn my overhead uh, hood on right now, just so it's not super smoky, um, but you'll still be able to hear me. Don't be afraid to use a timer either, everybody. Timers are okay. The rolls are going off. They're getting there. I'm gonna give it one more light toast. I'm going, I'm going like a little cautious here with the rolls because I don't want to over toast them. And I think in the recipe I said that we could slather the rolls right now with the remoulade while the fish is cooking, but Timing was not on my side, so I'm gonna wait for that right now. Because the rolls still need to toast and the fish is cooking and wow, that fish looks good. Fish is a very easy thing to cook at home. I hope it's not too daunting for people. It's kind of got the, the its own like built-in thermometer with it. Like you see it start to become opaque and that's when you know it's um, cooking, cooking through. All right. Those rolls are nice and golden brown. I'll let them cool a little bit couple minutes so we get that cold toasting effect that I talked about. It's been about a minute and a half for that fish. I'll let it go for another 30 seconds or so. I want it to cook at least about 50% on that one side, maybe even a little more. That way when you turn it, it doesn't need the full two minutes. It'll probably be good in about a minute or so. So our blackening spice is done and used. I have a couple tablespoons extra, which I'm excited about. We have the Christmas remoulade that's done and waiting in the wings. We have the mock garlic hoagie rolls that are toasted and they are cooling off, which is a okay if they're cooling off, they do not need to be hot. 
We have the fish that's been in the pan close to two minutes now. And I'm gonna give that a little, a little turn. I'm kind of taking my, my spatula and going up from one of the corners to make sure it's not sticking. A lot of times if it's sticking, it's because it's, it, it's not ready to be flipped yet. So mine is actually moving, so I'm gonna give it a little turn. Oh yes, that looks delicious. And my second one, I'm gonna do the same. That looks delicious too. Gotta get a good picture of that, huh? The best thing about blackening is you're essentially like near burning something. And there's an old, uh, old trick in the chef book that if you're cooking a piece of protein like this and you happen to burn it by accident, just call it blackened. True story, I was on stage with Rachel Ray in front of about a thousand people at the South Beach Wine and Food Festival and she was making oven fries, but she was afraid she was gonna burn them. So she asked me to watch them and I took my eye off of them for a little too long. When I went back, they were basically burnt and she yelled at me in a funny, fun, joking way. She's like, Cappy, you burnt the fries. And I turned to her, I was like, no, they're not burnt. They're just blackened oven fries. But she didn't fall for it. All right, that fish is starting to flake apart a little bit, which is another sign that it is finished and ready to go. I'm gonna do the same thing and put my spatula under to make sure it's not sticking to the pan, which it's not. I'm moving this, woo, that spice got in my lungs. I'm removing this fish to a clean plate and turning off my stove. I'm gonna let this fish sit on the clean plate. It could sit for a few minutes. Nothing is gonna happen to that. Turn my hood fan off so you can hear me a little better. All right, this roll is slightly cool. And I'm gonna make one delicious sandwich for you all right now. I'm gonna slather some of that Christmas remoulade on the bun bottom. Oh my God, this stuff is so good. Wait till you try this Wickles sandwich spread and this jalapeno relish. I don't need a thick, thick, thick coating on here because we're gonna do top and bottom and that relish is really gonna adhere to the bread. All right, we got the layer of remoulade. I'm gonna do the top bun too, mine as well. Oh, delish. All right, after we got the remoulade on both sides, I'm gonna take one of those fish fillets and I'm gonna add it to the bottom bun. Wow, that looks good. After I add that fish fillet to the bottom bun, I am gonna give it a little squeeze of one of those lemon wedges. I feel like that brightness is really gonna make the fish pop a little bit. Then I'm gonna add some of that shredders. Yum. Couple slices of tomato. Yum. And I'm gonna give it a little splash of hot sauce because why not? Hot bun on. A little cut. Yes. That's it, everybody. Right there, cast iron spicy fish sandwich on a toasted garlic hoagie roll with Christmas remoulade 
and Shreddis. Harden my big bite. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for tuning into this bonus episode. Find the recipe in the episode notes of your podcast player or at beyondtheplatepodcast.com. To learn more about Martin's famous potato rolls, go to potatorolls.com and follow them on social media at potatorolls. To learn more about Real Good Fish, go to realgoodfish.com and follow them on social media at Real Good Fish. And to learn more about Wickles, go to wicklespickles.com and follow them on social media at wicklespickles. This episode is produced by myself along with Ian Cohen and Joel Yetton. Find me and keep up to date with this podcast across all social media platforms at Oncappy's Plate or go to beyondtheplatepodcast.com. Beyond the Plate is on all the socials at BT Plate Podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Plate. I'm Cappy, and remember, there are never too many cooks in the kitchen.